0: Welcome to Turning the Page, Lexington Public Library's podcast where we discuss library happenings, take a behind the scenes look at different parts of the library, and of course, book recommendations and author interviews. I'm your host, Jennifer. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Today's guest on Turning the Page is Taisha Sturgis. She is also known as T.L. Sturgis. She's an author born and raised in Kentucky. Her stories resonate with all readers through her fiery rhetoric, emotionally charged prose, and insights into the human condition far too many of us ignore. Taisha has been writing professionally for over a decade and has no plans to slowing down. She firmly believes in stirring the creative world with more interesting and engaging books guaranteed to keep readers fueled for decades yet to come. Her hobbies are reading and writing, and she enjoys spending time with her family and her little pup, Asher. Welcome, Taisha. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Taisha Sturgis. Um, some people also know me as TL Sturgis. That is my author's name on some of my books. I am here from Kentucky. Well, I live here in Kentucky. <laughs> I'm originally from Mount Sterling, Kentucky, and then I moved here to Lexington, Kentucky.
0: You've been writing books for a pretty long time now.
1: Very long time. Very long time. Ever since I've been a little girl. All uh, right. That's reading exciting. And writing.
0: <laughs> That's great. So I have a bunch of questions for you that I think our listeners would love to know. And first of all, when I looked at your website, the first thing that really struck me was the amount of genres that you write. Can you share with our listeners what type of stories you write?
1: Okay. I actually write some poetry. Okay. Thriller. Fantasy and horror is the main things that I like to write. I feel like why restrict yourself to one genre when there's multiple genres to write in? So that's exactly what I don't do. If if I have a horror story, then I'm going to write a horror story. If I have a fantasy in my head, I'm going to write a fantasy. So That's
0: great. So is there one type of book that you like to write more or maybe one that's more about kind of who you are? Is one more reflective of maybe who you are? Or that you just like maybe more?
1: My poetry books reflect actually who I am. Because when I'm writing those, it's like I'm in the moment. I have to be in that emotion in order to write that poem. But to be honest with you, thrillers are my the best that I like to write and horror actually I like to write in all the genres that So there's I'm not writing. you're not you don't want to be
0: pigeonholed into sort of one one thing. No, I don't want to be kept in a box. I gotcha. When did you start writing? You did mention at the beginning that you started writing when you were young. So when did you start writing, and did you take any kind of classes?
1: I've been writing as long as I can remember. I mean, literally when I met, when I was in grade school. I did not take any classes other than the normal English class. I had a teacher that encouraged us to do creative writing, and I remember the little short stories that I used to write, I remember he put on my paper, A plus, Stephen King and Egner Allen Poe would love this. And that just motivated me even more just to oh, write. Oh, wow, that's great. So um,
0: Teachers doing good work out there motivating. That's good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned when we were just kind of chatting before we started to record was that you always wrote in a journal. Talk a little bit about that. When did you start doing that?
1: I did that as a little girl. I used writing as a way to help with, you know, emotions, anxiety, depression. I'm a big advocate for mental health and mental awareness. Mm -hmm. And I feel like through writing, you can express your emotions and get things out that you may not be able to tell other people.
0: Wow. Yes, that's so important. I think that a lot of young people should think about that. I mean, you know, I, I I journaled a little bit as a young person, but whenever I think about my life, I I maybe wasn't writing, but I was drawing. As a kid, I was a big doodler. Like I always had a sketch pad. I always had to have crayons or something to get you know. And so that I feel like that was my way of expressing my, maybe my anger or aggravation with like the world that I, you know, at five years old, I'm mad, you know? (laughs) So yeah, so I, I think that's great. Can you talk a little bit about how you publish your books? And do you have any advice for others who would like to publish in the future?
1: Okay, I am an indie author, so I take all the steps to myself. The Mm -hmm. first thing I tell people is to step back, take a break, and do not skip steps when it comes to publishing. So make sure you have your alpha readers, your beta readers, your editors, your book formatted correctly, um, your interior Uh, a good cover designer. And then as far as physically publishing, I do not restrict myself only to like Amazon. Mm -hmm. There's other places that you can upload your book, draft to digital Smashwords. You can use, can't think of it coming top of my head, but there's several different platforms Mm -hmm. that you can distribute your book through. So I don't think people should get too wrapped up on publishing their book on one platform, however, publish it on multiple platforms.
0: Did you have someone mentor you on how to do that, or did you do a lot of like research yourself on how to figure out how to publish? Actually,
1: no. Um, I did a lot of research, a lot of trial and error. Um, I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And I think, in a way, that helped me out to be a better author. It helped me out to um, market my work better and to extend my thought process on everything. So I encourage people to try it themselves before they reach out to a company that says, hey, we can publish your book and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do your research and then go out and publish your book.
0: Oh, that's really good advice. I didn't even think about the other platform. I mean, I I, I had heard a few of those platforms, but I, I think I sometimes think, forget that <laughs> there's a lot of ways you can publish, you know, and you be smart, like you said, like do your research. Be you know, do some do some homework. So you write thrillers and poetry. What is your approach to both and do they intercept together anyway?
1: Um actually the first two poetry books that I actually published, I wasn't thinking to write about writing thriller. I had joined a Facebook group of poetry. I would stick poems up there. People interacted with my poetry and they were like, put it in a book. And I'm like, hey, okay, let me let me try this. But when I went to go do that, like I said before, I had to be in the emotion. So if I'm sad at that moment, then I have to write sad poetry. And then I will have to come back to the happy poetry later when I was in that mood. So once I finished up with my two poetry books, since I enjoyed writing stories anyway. I was like, well, I did this. I wrote a poetry book. Let me try a bigger book. So Mm -hmm. I decided to write a whole novel. And so it was easy to separate that. Mm -hmm. Because when I write... I visualize myself as that character, what would that character do, say, speak, how would they interact, and stuff like that. So it's easy for me not to, for them to not to intercept.
0: I gotcha. So there's
1: two separate worlds for you. Yes.
0: You talked to, when we, again, when we were talking earlier before we recorded, that you said you write six to eight hours a day. Yes. So that, um, so when you were writing your first thriller, did you have that luxury of being able to like... Sit down and really write that length of time to really get your book published.
1: Okay, first off, I want to say I do not advise people to write six to eight hours a day. That's a good a point. <laughs> And between that time, when I say I write six to eight hours today, when okay, I'm going to put it this way: when I am when I when I'm not thinking of anything, that's when I'm reading. I gotcha. And then when I have too many thoughts, that's when I start to write. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm doing both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I make sure I incorporate reading and writing Yeah, in that whole situation. That's so.
0: really important. I guess I think a lot of people think, oh, I just want to write, but it's like you need to read first. Yes, <laughs> anyway, absolutely. Yeah. Did you or do you have someone who mentored you along the way in your writing career? And if so, Who? I actually didn't
1: directly. Indirectly, mm-hmm. it was the S- Stephen Kings and the Ed- Edgar Allan Poes. I just, I just loved reading their work, and mm-hmm. it was like because I love reading their work, I wanted to know more about them as an author and what they did and and how they advanced. And so they were in a, men- they were a mentor as in a sense. Yeah. If that makes sense. They and were directly, back in the
0: periphery of your mind, right. like sort of edging you on.
1: Right. Yeah. They're well, those ones... are
0: some pretty good mentors. To...
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But physically having somebody, no, I've I just always said you're passion very self-motivated. Yes. Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I can tell that from just talking to you, you're like the go-getter, like I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do it. And I'm going to oh, do yeah. it. I think that's Awesome. Just Thank throwing you. that out there. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So you mentioned Stephen King and uh, Edgar Allan Poe. So are there some other authors who inspire you?
1: Absolutely. You got James Patterson. There's a new, well, I can't say he's a new author, but Alex Michaeletti's, the J.R. Wards, and Anne Rice, of course. Yeah, so it seems piece. like you really yes. like
0: the horror writers a yes. lot. Yes, Yeah. You would probably like... Our friend that comes on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, she's a lot of fun. So what are you working on now? Are you working on a book?
1: Actually, I just finished up my thriller book. It's called *The Silent Reflection*. Ooh, okay. And um, it will be out March 2023, so it's going through its process. Wow, exciting! I can't wait to put it out. So that's exciting.
0: So one of the things I wanted to ask didn't write it down, but one of the things that kind of popped out at me is talking to you. So your thrillers—do you do? Do you have a continuation story, or is each thriller that you put out? an individual story and with its own like do you have repeat characters
1: or anything like that it's not a series no okay it's individual mm-hmm. well this would be yeah it is it, with my thrillers i like psychological i like psychological thrillers i like psychological horrors i want people to be able to think i want people to feel my characters i want people to feel like okay they could have possibly went another way or are they going this way Mm -hmm. or I want the gears in their head to turn. So I'm more into like psychological thrillers and stuff. Even when it comes to fantasy, I want people to be able to, you know, visualize different things and, and see different things and think of other possibilities. I want the person to feel like they can be creative and think outside of the box and not stay in the norm box when right. it comes to certain things. Gotcha.
0: Well, we talked about the question about mentoring and you're sort of like self-motivated, but you did say that you do mentor other people, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. you want to talk a little bit about how that process works?
1: Yes. Actually, people were coming to me and and I'm the type of author that I feel like authors should support authors. Even if you're not an author yet and you're just a writer, I want to get people to start writing and start loving reading again. You know, so many people are distracted with everything in the world, you know, television shows and stuff like that. But I really believe that you can expand your mind and be more creative if you're reading a book and and, and you're writing down your feelings and your thoughts and things. So I always encourage people to write. And when they come to me, they're like, well, I don't know where to start. Well, I always tell them, just write, you know. Mm -hmm. Even if you start out writing just 500 words a day. You're gonna advance. Stop looking at other writers that may be more advanced than you, and 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 then you get discouraged. No, your work is your work, mm-hmm. and and the only way to start is just to do it. You, yeah, you know. Yeah, you so, can't
0: you can't get published if you don't write anything down. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I
1: set reminders for some of them. I, I'll be like, okay. And I'll be like, it's five o'clock. You told me that you were going to start writing every day at five o'clock because I really believe that people should set a schedule, a time where they don't have any distractions and they can be in a world of their own. Mm -hmm. So I just think people don't understand the emotions that come in behind writing sometimes. You know, they give you a list of steps that say, hey, do this, hey, do that. But at the end of the day, you know, there's feelings in behind everything that you write so if if when you get your first review and somebody doesn't like your book you know people want to throw in the towel and give up or when you do your first draft realize that first draft sucks all first draft sucks so it's like You know, there are feelings and emotions that do come in behind writing, and I want people to be aware of that and not just think it's just steps and everything is just gravy and it's just going to go smooth, but you need to learn ways to overcome those type of things. That's
0: really good advice. Can you walk us through a typical writing day for you? A typical
1: writing day. Coffee. Wake up. Coffee. Yeah. If I have thoughts on my mind at the time, I want to get them out. I want to write. So I'll start writing regardless. I would just start writing. But if I'm kind of blank that day, what I would do would start reading. But I make sure I block out a time for me to be able to do this without any distractions or anything that's going on. So you get comfortable, you get relaxed, and you do the things that you need to do. I'm not, by all means, organized. So you know, I'm I'm not telling people to get your pen on your paper and lay it out like this and that and this. No. Do
0: you have a place in your home that is like your writing
1: place? My laptop is everywhere. OK, it moves with me. Sometimes I'll be in the kitchen at a table. Sometimes I'll be in, in the bed with um, white noise in the background. Sometimes I'll be on the couch so I don't confine myself to one place. My biggest focus is making sure I don't have any distractions during gotcha. that time. So that's 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 how my writing day is. And I know a lot of people have children or other things that are going on where they can't just sit and write as long as I write. But if you can take some part of your day and, and just write something and start something and get your mind thinking and just putting it out on paper, eventually you will finish it. Mm-hmm. You have to finish it.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. So our last question for you, this went so quickly. I really enjoy talking to you. So what are you reading?
1: Of course, James Patterson, Coast to Coast. And actually, let me start off. I use the Libby app.
0: That's fantastic. We love to hear that.
1: Uh, Very, yes. And so I'm reading James Patterson, Coast to Coast Murders. And I'm also reading The Maidens. By Alex Michaeletti's. That
0: was really good. I I read that. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Don't tell me anything. I won't. I won't say I won't give any spoilers, (laughs) but I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll like the
1: ending. So I'll just say that. All right. (laughs) And excuse my hoarse voice, everybody. I've been sick. You sound fantastic.
0: (laughs) Well, we really have enjoyed having you on. Do you want to like give our readers your website so they can check you out?
1: Yes, it's my first and last name. It's www.taisha dot com, and I will be doing a podcast soon. Oh wow! To help other writers, you know, come from being not so nervous about writing and and getting the truth and behind writing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The emotions and feelings that come in behind that. But yeah, you can definitely find me on com, Facebook and Instagram.
0: All right. That's great. That way I wanted to pitch your, pitch your stuff. And so thank you so much for being on our show.
1: And thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great. Thank, thank, you. thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Turning the Page, a podcast brought to you by Lexington Public Library staff. If you've enjoyed listening, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, you can email us at elibrarian at org. That's elibrarian at dot org. I'm Jennifer, and we'll be back to turn another page.